Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3. God willing, we'll be expounding verses 25 and 26 tonight. Last week we learned that wisdom can help us have a sweet sleep at night. Brother Shepherd was telling me how he couldn't sleep very well uh, last night because he had a lot on his mind from work and then got a call from work and had to go back out again, go back to work. Boy, it's nice when you have a sweet rest, isn't it? And uh, God wants us to have that rest. And wisdom is one of the ways that we can have that rest. In fact, wisdom has many wonderful health benefits. And, uh, but particularly tonight, I want us to see the great effect that wisdom has on our mental health. How many of y'all think that mental health really isn't that important? How many of y'all know mental health is important? Man. How many of y'all have ever... No, I'm not going to ask that. But I think if I were to ask and people were to be honest, I think pretty much everyone in here would say that at some time in their life they suffered from mental health issues. Not, not, not that you had schizophrenia or something like that. But the, the mental health issues, whether it's panic attacks or depression or... Uh, severe stress or something like that. I'm a great believer that our mental health and our physical health go hand in hand. I really am. I'm a great believer in that. And if you are in poor mental health, then it's going to have an adverse effect on your physical health. And if you're in poor physical health, it's going to have an adverse effect on your mental health. And you know what that's going to do to your spiritual health? It can affect it too. It can. But wisdom, praise God, can have a positive effect on both your physical and mental health. And tonight Solomon is going to give us some great wisdom that will do just that. Look in verse 25 with me. He says, be not afraid of sudden fear. Boy, you're talking about some practical wisdom tonight. Isn't it wonderful that God recognizes the struggles we have in life? Be not afraid of sudden fear. God understands what it's like to have bad news suddenly sprung upon you. That's what sudden fear is. Something that suddenly gets you. God knows what it's like to face sudden fear. He was there in the Garden of Gethsemane when the people suddenly came to arrest him. He was there in the boat when his disciples suddenly woke him up and told him about a terrible storm that may claim their lives. He was there when Satan used the tactic of sudden fear. Of having bad news one after the other after the other suddenly come upon Job with no mental preparation for that sudden fear. He was trying to use that sudden fear to break Job down and destroy his walk with God. And he'll use sudden fear to do you like that as well. Sudden fear is hard on anybody. God knows what it's like. And he knows that we have a tendency... As being in the flesh, being but clay, to be afraid and react in our flesh 
when we face sudden fear. Most of us know, some of us are too young to know, but most of us know the panic that comes from a bad phone call. Most of us know the fear that comes from a bad diagnosis. The horror that comes from a sudden threat on a Christian's life, perhaps due to their testimony in Christ. Many of our brethren have had that sudden fear before. Some have had people walk in their church in the middle of service and start shooting them or hacking them with machetes. Sudden fear. Oh no, we say. And the fear and panic starts sinking in and it grips our heart and the flesh starts taking over. Right? The adrenaline, the nerves, the fear. But Solomon says, be not afraid when this sudden fear comes upon you. We all have the fear of death, don't we? Does anyone actually like the idea of suffering a stroke or heart attack? You know, no one likes that. But we all know that that can happen to any one of us at any time. But since it's not happening to us and we see it as something off in the future, we have that fear, but we're able to compartmentalize that fear because it's a far off. And we're able to go about our day-to-day lives and joke and have a good time and, and maybe get some work done and do something very important for the kingdom of God. But when it's sudden, like that, when there's no time to prepare for it, that is when it gets us. That's when we're at our weakest. If we know that something's going to happen in the future, it gives us time to prepare for it. It gives our minds the chance to digest the matter a little bit, right? But when something is sprung on us suddenly, it's overwhelming to the mind. So here's what we do. How do we not be afraid of sudden fear, like Solomon says? We'll look at a kingdom principle tonight. Since we don't know what's going to happen in the future, then we can't start processing today the sudden fear that we're going to encounter tomorrow. Does that make sense? Since, since we don't know what's going to happen exactly in the future, then we can't start the mental process of digesting today the sudden fear that's going to come on us one day in the future. There's only one way that sudden fear can come. And that's suddenly, isn't it? So since we can't begin processing the unknown today, what do we do? How do we prevent from being afraid of sudden fear? How can we keep from being afraid when the sudden fear comes? Here it is. Since we can't process what we don't know tomorrow, we must process what we do know today. You hear that? Since we can't process what we do know tomorrow, we have to process what we do know today. Solomon says, don't be afraid of sudden fear when it comes. Look in verse 26 with me. For the Lord shall be thy confidence. Now, we don't know the sudden fear that's going to come in the future, but we do know today that the Lord will be our confidence when the sudden fear comes. You see that? We have to process today. We have to have our minds made up today. 
that whatever comes our way unexpectedly in the future will come with God as our confidence. We don't know the sudden fear of tomorrow, but we do know the Lord of yesterday, today, and forever. Do you know why we shouldn't be afraid of sudden fear? One reason. Because it's not sudden to God. Think about it. That solves everything. Don't be afraid of sudden fear. For the Lord shall be thy confidence. The Lord of yesterday, today, and forever. The Lord who knows the beginning from the end. Sudden fear is only sudden to us. It's already known to Him. He's already done the digesting, the planning, and all the grace is already there to see you through. God already knows what's going to happen. God had already permitted it to happen or it would not have ever happened. And God already knows how He's going to use this frightful circumstance to further His will and magnify His grace and His glory in your life. Isn't that a wonderful thing to know? Solomon says, Your God today will be your confidence tomorrow. He says, For the Lord shall be... Whose confidence? Read that. The Lord shall be what? Whose? Thy confidence. He didn't say God will be everybody's confidence but yours. You know, that's usually how a lot of people read these scriptures. They say, well, I, I know Jesus died on the cross, but I just have a hard time seeing it for me. They see everybody else he died for but for them. And, and, and then a lot of people will read things like this. Well, the Lord will be your confidence, but I'm not sure he'll be my confidence. He says, no, the Lord will be your Confidence. The Hebrew word that's translated confidence here is quite interesting. You'll never guess unless you have a dictionary or a fluent in Hebrew and are having to be looking at the Hebrew right now. You'll never guess what it means. It means fat. Fat. The Lord will be your fat. It's also translated flank. Now you know where flank and fat come from, right? The side of a big old fat cow. And so it's, it's translated fat because it has the idea of this flank right here. You know, you've heard of a flank steak, right? So it, it, it means the side. In war, if you flank someone, you're coming up on their side like this. You know, you got everyone shooting side by side, so you try to send someone around and flank them. And so what he's literally saying is the Lord's going to be your flank. The Lord's going to be right there by your side the whole time. That's what it means when he'll be your confidence. It doesn't mean that you'll be mentally confident everything. Because your confidence may not always be there. But your God will always be there and you can be confident in that. You see? The Lord will be your flank. He'll be by your side all the way. So don't be afraid of sudden fear. Look back in your text. Neither of the desolation of the wicked. That means the destruction. Neither of the destruction of the wicked. Don't be afraid of the destruction of the wicked. 
All too often we tend to lump ourselves in with the wicked when we read of their future destruction. You read a passage of Scripture in the Bible that talks about how God's going to do all this stuff to people. And we think, oh no. But Christ has separated us from that future desolation by suffering the destruction Himself on the cross. Once again, the desolation of the wicked only involves us when we leave God out of it. Just like the sudden fear. It can only be sudden fear if we leave God out of it because it's not sudden to Him. It can, it can only be the fear of the desolation of the wicked when we leave God out of it. When we leave out His promise of eternal life to all who believe on His Son. Don't be afraid of the destruction of the wicked, Solomon says. Verse 26, why? For the Lord shall be your confidence then too. For Jesus said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. You know what Jesus is saying? I'll be your flank. He will stick by our side, representing us with His righteousness and with the blood He shed. He who did not abandon us on the cross won't abandon us on that dreadful day when the wicked are condemned. Some may understand this to mean the desolation of the wicked in the sense that the wicked are going to come in to destroy the righteous as they surely do sometimes physically. But even then... We are told to not be afraid of it. That would also be sudden fear, wouldn't it? Why? Because God will redeem us in the end. And He will destroy them. Now I want you to notice that Solomon said, Be not afraid of sudden fear, neither of the desolation of the wicked. What's the next three words? When it cometh. When it comes. Not if it comes. It's going to come. He says, but when it comes, sudden fear will come. The desolation of the wicked will come. Might as well count on it. Sudden fear is on its way. You might as well get ready for that phone call because it will come. You might as well get ready for that sudden unexpected tragedy, that car wreck that's going to happen Again, that bad news you're going to get, that uh, uh, whatever it is, that sudden tragedy to, become, to come upon you because it's going to come. You might as well get ready for the desolation of the wicked to come because it's going to. So settle in your mind today that God will be at your side on that day. If you will settle that in your mind today, then when that sudden fear comes... God can bring that to your mind and you can say, okay, God, this is in front of me, but I know you're beside me. Isn't that good? Digest that today. This is in front of me, but I know you're beside me. You will never leave me nor forsake me because I accept your son as my savior. Solomon said, verse 26, for the Lord shall... Be thy confidence. Oh, I love that. Not might be thy confidence. Not hopefully will be thy confidence. Not in, under certain circumstances will be your flank. No, he shall be thy confidence. It's impossible for a Christian to face fear and desolation without God by his or her side. It's impossible. When you have one... 
you will have the other because all things are ordained by God. It's our confidence that we know that all things work together for good to them that love God and to those who are the called according to His purpose. He won't fail you. He will be your flank, look back in the text, and shall keep thy foot from being taken. I want you to notice the wording here. This is very important. Solomon didn't say that he would keep your enemy from laying snares for your feet. He said he would keep your foot from being taken in those snares. Satan will lay snares for your feet. He's the devil. That's what he does. Right? He said God would keep your foot from being taken. The, the snare of sudden fear will be set before your feet. And you'll walk into it. Unexpected sorrows will come. The enemy will lay snares to entrap you. Snares to try to uh, 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 shackle your mind and bring you into the bondage of fear and depression and doubt and guilt and everything that that mental health will, will just lock you up. And there's so many people when they get in this situation that's this panic and this dread and they, they it's like being handcuffed. And suddenly they're they're in this own their own little prison in their mind and they can't serve God. And while other Christians are rejoicing, they can't praise. They can act like they're praising God, but they can't really praise Him on the inside because the fear and the panic and the dread and the stress has just got them like that. God's there in all of that. He was there when Jesus was sweating great drops of blood. The blood was there. The sweat was there. The soldiers were there. The cross was there. Everything was there. The snare was laid. But Jesus' foot was not taken. The pain was there. Oh Lord, let this cup pass from me. But his foot was not taken. Why? Because all things are now placed under his feet. You see? The snare was there. He stepped in it. But it didn't take him. The trap was sprung. But it didn't catch its prey. That's the idea God is giving us here in the Bible. We step in these things all the time. Oh no! It's okay. The Lord's your flank. He won't let that snare take you, the child of God. He won't let it pull you down. The enemy tries to defeat you. He can't defeat you. Because in Christ he's already defeated. The Lord's your flank. You see? They will not be to your destruction. Instead those snares will be to further God's glory and grace in your life. Now with that I want to close with a little poem tonight. I haven't written a poem in a while. But I want to sum this up with a little poem tonight. Be not afraid of sudden fear. Be not afraid of the devil's snare. For when your foot shall step thereon, God will flank you till he's done. The work he knew that he would do will make his son be seen in you. With that, we'll go ahead and close tonight. 
And Lord willing, we'll take back up in the next verse in Proverbs next Wednesday night. Lord, we thank you so much for the wonderful, powerful truths of God being our flank. How can our foot be taken if you are at our side? If our foot is captured, then you're captured with us because you'll never leave us nor forsake us. You'll be our confidence. You'll be our flank. But because we know our God cannot be taken in that snare, then we know that we cannot be taken in that snare. All things, all snares, all sudden fears work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to His purpose in the gospel. Thank you, Father, for your wonderful wisdom that will give us that sweet mental health that incredible confidence, Lord, that when the fear is before our face, our God is at our side. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray, and may we never forget it. Amen.